Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hello, bed crimers. Hope you guys are having a great weekend. To anyone new, hello, welcome to the channel. Thank you for checking me out. And if after listening to or watching the video, you find you enjoyed it, smash that like button and subscribe to the channel. What say we dig in? They say to understand a predator, you have to know his environment, where he lurks, his lair. Make no mistake, Alec Murdoch is a predator. I'm not saying he's responsible for his wife Maggie and son Paul's deaths. Twelve jurors will have to make that call. But I'm saying that Alec Murdoch is a predator all the same. And I say that in terms of him stealing money from his clients and his family's law firm. Murdoch himself has admitted to this, and he's been disbarred from practicing law because of it. Perhaps there are no victims more illustrative of Murdoch's predatory ways than the two sons of the Murdoch's former housekeeper, the late Gloria Satterfield. Satterfield died in 2018 after taking a tragic tumble down the brick stairs leading to the Murdoch's home, known as Moselle in South Carolina. Alec Murdoch said that Gloria tripped over his dogs. But after all the misdealings Alec Murdoch has been accused of, you have to wonder if the fatal fall was really accidental or if it came about by other means. No autopsy was ever done on Gloria Satterfield, and her cause of death was listed as natural, so we may never know the full truth. Alec Murdoch was a personal injury attorney, as well as a part-time prosecutor for the 14th Judicial Circuit before his own fall what can only be described as a stunning fall from grace. After Satterfield succumbed to her injuries post a month-long stay in the hospital, Alec stepped in and offered to help her sons get an insurance payout, not from a life insurance policy that Gloria had. It's unclear if the single parent had one. No, Alec Murdoch basically sued himself to collect on his own personal liability insurance. He promised to pay Satterfield's two boys $100,000 each, but they never saw a dime of that. In fact, Satterfield's children only learned the settlement for their mother's accident had been paid out when reporters started looking into 22-year-old Paul Murdoch's arrest for his 2019 deadly drunk boating accident. Unbeknownst to the two Satterfield boys, multiple insurers had paid out $4.3 million for their mother's death, but the monies went into Alec Murdoch's pockets, along with some of his friends who helped enable the situation. It pays to have friends in high places. The boys trusted Alec as a family friend of their mother's, so they never even suspected anything was amiss until the reporters announced the settlement on TV. 
Alec Murdoch, after being confronted by lawyers working on behalf of the boys, admitted to stealing the funds. And the Satterfield boys were just one of Murdoch's clients that he stole from. So yes, Alec Murdoch is a predator. Now, let's get to his lair his crib, where he parked his loafers, and his crisp white lawyer shirts at the end of the day. That would be Moselle. Moselle was the Murdoch family's massive 1,772-acre hunting farm in Islandton, South Carolina. After Margaret and Paul Murdoch died, the property was put on the market in 2022 for $3.9 million. In fact, it was listed less than five months after Alec allegedly hired a guy to do him in on the side of a rural road so that he could leave his eldest son, Buster, $10 million in life insurance monies. All of that went to pot when Murdoch walked away with a mere abrasion wound. He was subsequently arrested for the foiled plot. Dozens and dozens of other charges would follow, including those for Margaret and Paul. Today, Moselle remains listed with the Crosby Land Company, although it is now said to be under contract. It is a stunningly beautiful property, but depending on how you view it, it could be heaven or it could be hell. Set along the banks of the Sulcahatchee River, Moselle offered its inhabitants 1,772 acres of what's been described as an unusually diverse habitat with varying forest types. Nestled in the land are productive pine plantations, open fallow fields, and mature stands of mixed pine slash hardwood. In addition to all that, the property boasts more than 2.5 miles of river frontage. There you can freshwater fish, and you can also kayak. I want a kayak, but this place wasn't designed for tree-hugging. Don't let its tree-lined driveway and cozy front porch replete with rocking chairs and quaintly shuttered windows fool you. Moselle was, and remains, above all, a hunting lodge, a place designed for killing. Not people, mind you, but rather animals, including the wild hogs, deer, turkey, and waterfowl that naturally roam all those acres. The Murdochs also had two man-made waterfowl impoundments created that they flooded and planted with corn to attract wintering waterfowl. There was also a 20-acre dove field, complete with dead wire and parameter fencing to minimize crop damage. Moselle was also the perfect place to carry out a crime like the one that whisked Margaret and Paul Murdoch to the other side. Miles away from neighbors and the big city, Moselle had no need for ring cameras and no need for silencers either. Think about it. No surveillance camera would catch sight of the crime going down. No passing neighbors would accidentally spot the crime, nor would they hear the sound of gunshots. But even if they did, that was normal. That was an expected sound at Moselle. Paul and his buddy Will Loving 
spent many an hour hunting there. We heard all about it when Loving testified in court last week, and Alec Murdoch told the police how much his son Paul loved Moselle and how much of a man's man Paul was. He clearly loved hunting there, which makes it all the more disturbing and upsetting that he ended up being hunted prey there himself on June 7, 2021, when shots were blasted smack in his direction. But the Murdochs didn't just hunt at Moselle. They also slept there when they were still an intact family of four. The property's custom 5,275-square-foot home, which was built in 2011, features four bedrooms, one, I'm assuming, for Margaret and Alec in happier times, one for Paul Murdoch before, well, you know, one for Paul's older brother Buster, and another perhaps for the odd guest. There are also 3.5 bathrooms, but the pièce de résistance, at least if you're a hunter like Alec and Paul, is the gun room, replete with a wide built-in gun rack. There the Murdochs stored and displayed their vast array of rifles. There was a rifle for every season, every hunting season, as well as a pool table, sturdy leather recliners for each hunter to relax in, Looking at photos of this room, you can practically smell the testosterone. There was also a 1,140-square-foot guest cottage or caretaker's house. And don't forget the following. An equipment shed with three open bays and one enclosed bay. The enclosed workshop. The equipment washdown station. Washdown station? Could this be where a predator could wash himself off post-hunting, post maybe a crime? Certainly sounds like a convenient place to do the deed. No one could find a blood spatter there, outside, right? At least I don't think so. There's also an enclosed washing station equipped with two walk-in coolers where the Murdochs were known to store cold beer. And as any of the young men who hunted with Paul Murdoch can tell you, it didn't matter if you were underage. You could still go in there and grab a beer. In fact, the Murdochs' well-known willingness to let their son Paul and his friends drink beer was one of the reasons Mallory Beach's family decided to sue both Margaret and Alec after Mallory died when the intoxicated Paul drove the family's boat into a bridge piling. His alter ego, Timmy, a person his friend said came up Paul was intoxicated, was in full force on the night of the boat crash. It could be argued that Alec may have felt that if Paul was no longer living, the lawsuits and the monies in damages that would perhaps have been awarded to Mallory's family and the other boat crash victims, may have disappeared. Maybe not. Pure speculation, by the way. Moselle also boasted a fully stocked fish pond, a rifle shooting range, and there were also the 12 run dog kennels, the area where Paul and Margaret lost their lives. Prior to her death, Margaret was said to love to either walk or ride her bike down there to spend time with the dogs. 
Margaret was a real dog lover. Alec was said to only keep the dogs for hunting. There was also a separate driveway onto the property that went past the dog kennels. This whole property has to be the greatest man cave that ever was. It makes you wonder if Alec Murdoch could have purchased Moselle if he hadn't been taking money awarded to his clients. Is that how he was able to create this spectacular hunting Disneyland of sorts? Maybe that's why the matriarch, Margaret, preferred the family's Adisto Beach Cottage. In fact, that's where Margaret was on June 7th, prior to Alec asking her to come to Moselle so that she could accompany him to visit his father who was in the hospital. Never mind that Alec left Moselle at 9.06 p.m. to make the 18-minute drive to his parents' house in Varnville without Margaret that night, and he never even went to the hospital to see his father. Note that Alec drove out of Moselle by the main drive that leads to the house. There's that other drive that would have taken him right past the dog kennels. The 18-minute drive to see his mother would have gotten him to her house at around 9.30 p.m. It's interesting to note that Alec's 911 call, once back at Moselle, was made at 10.07 p.m., so precisely one hour and one minute from when he left to drive to his parents' house. So Alec got to his mother's house at 9.30 p.m., let's say. Remember, it takes 18 minutes to drive from the parents' house then, back to Moselle. That means he perhaps spent about maybe 18 minutes or so visiting with his dementia-stricken mother that night who had a care nurse. And then Alec got back in his vehicle, drove 18 minutes back to Moselle to arrive at Moselle at 10.07 or so p.m. He would have had to leave his mom and dad's by perhaps 9.45 or 9.50 p.m. Note that the sun set at about 8.29 p.m. that June night. That would have been about 20 minutes before Paul and Margaret stopped using their cell phones forever. It also meant that Alec's drive to his parents' home was mostly in the dark. This area in South Carolina is very rural, and there's not a lot of streetlights. Such a trip to mom and dad's house after dark was highly unusual for Alec, apparently. So why that night? Some wonder if he may have been dropping evidence there, or if he washed up there. I don't really think so. I think Alec would have made use of those outdoor vehicle washing areas at Moselle. About a week after Margaret and Paul died, Alec took a raincoat to his mother's house. When investigators later found out about that raincoat, they discovered gunshot residue on the inside of it. That makes me wonder if Alec wore that raincoat on June 7th. If he is found guilty, does it mean he donned a raincoat when he raised the objects at Paul and Margaret, could that account for him being somewhat spatter-free? Note that there was also gunshot residue found in his vehicle on the seatbelt. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to my channel, leave me a comment, consider a membership, and I'll see you next time.